I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, did you know we have more than 50 extra stories for our Patreon subscribers? These include archived stories from this podcast as well as stories that we made especially for our patrons. For example, the new Patreon story we made this week is called The Goblin of Adachigahara with a special guest star. Hi everyone, my name is Sai Samar and I like to play football. Here is an extract from the story. Long, long time ago, there was a large plain called Adajigahara in the province of Mutsu in Japan. It was said that this place was haunted by a fearsome goblin who took the form of an old hag. Sometimes, travelers would disappear and were never heard of again. And everyone whispered frightful stories of how the missing traveler had been taken by the goblin of Adachigahara. If you'd like to listen to these stories too, just go to patreon.com and search for Buy Kids for Kids Storytime. Today, we'd like to share one of our favorite Patreon episodes. I'm sure the name is familiar to most of you. It's called The Beauty and the Beast. Once upon a time, there was a wealthy man who lived with his three daughters. The two older daughters weren't exactly bright and spent most of their time discussing the latest fashions. Oh, darling, that dress is to die for, gasped one. Yes, but the shoes that go with it are red, said the other, almost fainting. Red? Oh, heavens no, said the first in disgust. Red is out. Blue is in. Throw them out immediately. And they would toss the unfashionable shoes into the bin and then march up to their father, demanding money. Daddy, we need money. money. We must buy more shoes this instant. Or we shall be the laughing stocks of the town. <laughs> the one thing they disliked even more than unfashionable clothes was their sister, Beauty. Beauty was a humble woman, kind to her family and friends, softly spoken, and happier reading a good book than shopping for shoes. You're so ugly. They laughed. And unfashionable. Always reading your stupid books. Pah! But Beauty ignored them, minded her own business, and was happy despite her nasty sisters. One day, their father got some terrible news. He had spent all of his money buying goods to trade in far-off places. He had these goods loaded onto a ship. But... Disaster struck when he discovered the ship was lost at sea. All of his wealth was gone. 
the family had nothing. They had to leave their house and sell all their valuables just to stay alive. I'm afraid we will all have to find jobs, said the father to his family. Jobs? Cried the older daughters. Jobs? You must be joking. How utterly ridiculous. I'm dreadfully sorry, dear father, but we couldn't possibly do such a thing. No, we will find ourselves wealthy husbands who can look after our needs, like shopping and drinking tea and gossiping. Goodbye. So they packed their bags and left the poor father and beauty. Beauty, on the other hand, was quite happy to get her hands dirty, doing all the household chores with great cheer. She remained with her father and together they managed to make a meager living. They lived in a small hut in the forest. Although they had little, they had each other and they were quite happy living a simple life. Many months later, the father again received some news. Good news! His ship had been found! His wealth was restored! News spread fast. The two nasty older daughters came running home, desperate to get their greedy hands on their father's money. The father was a kind man and bore his daughters no grudge. My daughters, he said, I'm going to town to get my money. Tell me what fine gift I can bring back for you. Anything. Bring me the most expensive dress from the most popular shop in town, said the oldest sister. I want diamond shoes and a tiger skin handbag, demanded the other. And you, beauty? He asked. All I want is a rose. A rose? shrieked the eldest sister. What a fool! jeered the other. Well, what else would you expect from someone so unfashionable? And they both fell into fits of laughter at poor beauty. <laughs> a week later, the father was on his way back from town, his wallet full with dresses and bags in hand. When he stopped, slapped his head and said, I forgot all about the rose for beauty. Just then, the sky turned black with rain clouds. Soon, the father was soaked by a sudden downpour of rain. He looked desperately around for shelter and saw a light. He charged through puddles to get closer. He soon saw where the light was coming from. There was a large, beautiful palace with flickering candles in its windows. The front door was wide open. He stepped inside. Hello? There was no reply. Hello? He looked around and was surprised to see a large dining table with a fabulous feast laid out before him. Hello? He called again. Still, no reply. Oh well. I don't want to intrude, but perhaps just one bite? He sat down and enjoyed a delicious meal. Afterwards, he grew drowsy and found an empty bedroom with an inviting bed to sleep in and soon drifted off.
When he woke up the next morning, the skies were clear. He made the bed and left the palace. On his way out, he passed a rose garden. Ah, a rose for beauty. He remembered just one. And he picked a rose for beauty. Just then, a loud voice roared behind him. You took my rose. The father spun around in surprise. There before him was a huge monster, shaped like a human, but hairy, muscly and ugly. I'm so sorry, he stammered. You will pay for this, old man, roared the beast, grabbing the old man by his shoulders. Prepare to meet your doom. The father fell on his knees. Please, he begged, spare me. I only picked one rose for one of my daughters. The beast stopped. Daughters, said the beast. Well, if one of them will come stay here forever and keep me company, I will set you free. If not, you will die a terrible death. The beast released the man who ran for his life. When he got home, he told his daughters what had happened. This is all my fault for wanting the rose, sobbed Beauty. I will go there, father, or else you will die. Never, cried the father. My darling daughter, I will not allow it. But Beauty nagged and pleaded and begged so much that the father gave in and took her to the palace. Is this your daughter? Growled the beast. I am, said Beauty, and I will stay here for my father. Now, you must honor your deal. Set him free. I accept, said the beast. And the father and daughter gave one last tearful hug before they parted ways. It was not easy living with the beast. He wasn't mean or nasty. But he wasn't much company either. Beauty spent her days quiet and lonely. At supper time, Beauty and the Beast sat together to eat. In the beginning, the only sound that came from the Beast was an occasional grunt. <laughs> But soon, they grew a little friendlier, chatted a little, cracked a little joke, <laughs> and spoke about their day. One day, while Beauty was exploring the palace. She discovered a room with her name on the door. She opened it and found a room full of everything she had been missing: shelves of books, a piano, and comfortable clothes. Beast must have prepared this for her. She gave a cry of joy, <laughs> and at supper time, she told the beast how much she loved her room. They had a joyous evening together, laughing and telling stories. <laughs> Weeks later, when they had begun to become very fond of each other, the beast bashfully approached Beauty and said, "Beauty, I love you. Will you marry me?" Beauty was shocked. Beast, I don't know what to say. I really like it here, and I look forward to being with you every day. But I'm not sure about. Marrying you, please, Beauty. Begged the Beast. If you will not marry me, at least let me make you happy. What can I do 
anything. Well, I miss my father terribly. If I could just see him again. Without a word, the beast reached into a chest and pulled out two magical gifts. A mirror and a ring. If you want to go to your father, ask the magic mirror to take you there. When you are ready to return to me, twist the ring on your finger three times and ask the mirror to bring you back. But I beg you, do not go for more than a week. Otherwise, I will die of sadness without you. Beauty agreed. She asked the mirror, Take me to my father. And in an instant, she was in her father's bedroom. The old man was pale and sick. He looked close to dying. Her father smiled with joy at seeing his precious daughter. Knowing that she was stuck in the palace had made him sick in the first place. Beauty told him, Things are not quite so bad at the Beast's palace. I have all the books I can read, music to play, and many other comforts. And you know, the Beast is not so bad. When you get to know him, he's actually very good company. So she stayed by her father's side. They had so much to talk about. The father became healthier, and everyone was happy. A week passed, and Beauty was so happy, she forgot about the mirror. One night, she had a dream in which she saw the Beast, lying sick and dying. She woke up in a panic. At once, she twisted the magic ring three times. Take me back to the Beast. In an instant, she was in the palace next to the poor, sick Beast. <coughs> you came back, gasped the Beast. Forgive me, Beast. I am late. I could not bear <coughs> being without you, my love. I fear now. <coughs> It's too late. My time has come. His eyes closed. No! Cried Beauty, her heart pounding with emotion. Don't leave me. I love you. She cried out with tears streaming. She shocked herself with these words, but she knew it was true. Just then, the beast opened his eyes. Beauty, you've saved me. In a flash, the beast transformed into a kind-looking prince. Beauty was baffled. My dear Beauty, he said, and proceeded to explain his sorrowful story. Years ago, when I was a prince, an evil fairy cast a spell on me. She cursed me to be a hideous beast forever until someone pure of heart fell in love with me and I with her. Now you have broken the spell. And so, Beauty and her prince, who she still affectionately called My Beast, were married, and they lived happily ever after. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.